0: Donald Neary, you are an Irish Jesuit. You are now editor of the Sacred Heart Messenger, which is celebrating 130 years. 130th birthday. We're sitting here with actually one of the earliest uh, copies of the Messenger that are all you have them all archived here?
1: We do. We have all the copies of The Messenger. Began January 1888, where our father James Cullen later founded the Pioneers. Uh, formerly a diocesan priest in Ferns, went into the rector in Belvedere and gave him the idea. He got a pound and a room and then the rest is history, as they say.
0: So you tell me about that history. I mean, the messenger itself was aimed at a general public. This was for ordinary people who wanted Mm -hmm. to read a bit about spirituality and a variety of things as well.
1: The messenger, when we began it then, it had been printed published by the British Jesuits for about 30 years before that. So there was, it was to spread devotion to the Sacred Heart, which was a big work of the Jesuits all over the world. And later it was the official publication of the Apostleship of Prayer to pray for the Pope's intentions every month. Now, it's still that. Devotion to the Sacred Heart is a bit different at the moment, and we take it as de- spreading devotion to the love of God in the heart of Christ.
0: And the, the messenger itself then, what, how, when people would have got it all those years ago, 130 years ago, what would it have looked like? What would have been in it?
1: Well, there would have been a lot of prayers of petition, Thanksgiving. Longer articles than we would have now in very small print. I honestly don't know how anyone read it in those days. There were great also articles for women and the home. Because remember, it was only a penny. So the the, the poorer people in Ireland learned how to get the best out of their hens, iron a blouse <laughs> and pray for the Pope's intentions, all for a penny.
0: <laughs> would that have been cost effective? I mean, so a- a penny would have been still not a lot, is that the right? The
1: price of a stamp. Father Cullen said, I'd love to keep it at the cost of a stamp. Now, we can't do it at a euro now. It's 175 now.
0: And it's the biggest selling magazine, well, along with the RTE Guide, or does it, does it, is it higher than the RTE Guide?
1: I'm not sure, but it's it's moving... About 50 to 53,000 a month. They say that for every copy printed of a magazine, average 2.4 readers. Also, it's promoted by two, over 2,000 promoters. So of that 55,000, approximately 35,000 are distributed by promoters around parishes in localities. My mother sold 100 a month for, for 50 years.
0: Yeah, and I, in Derry, my own sister was a distributor, yeah. but one of the promoters who brought her up the boxes of uh, messengers, and I remember there would be rioting in our front street, yeah. and her name was Sarah O'Donnell, and Sarah would, in a lull in the riot, throw the boxes of messengers, the pack of messengers, in the door, mm. and run back down through the box side.
1: Well, there's a great folklore as well about the you Well, p- that's true. You're, 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 oh yeah, folklore, true folklore, but I worked in the Messenger in 1968 for a year before I was ordained. And that was the year we went from the old cover, which was just the Sacred Heart, a big, a big black and white to a non a non-sacred art picture, even religious, and the amount of soul-searching to do that. So it's been a very traditional magazine. The, co- the cover now is full colour and it's not religious at all. For example, in February, John McCarthy, Surfer and Believer, a very good article on John McCarthy, who's well-known to young people, which is on the schools pages. We have a centrepiece called Ori e. Link, which a lot of teachers use. And we have a a series of writers, lay and Jesuit, some well-known. For instance, you look at the February cover, I Like pears. Father Vincent Sherlock in Kilmovey uh, wrote a lovely one about visiting a person who was sick and said, is there anything you want? He said, I'd love some pears. And he wrote about that. Family and illness, Margaret Nocton, that's true, to be about family life this year. How illness affects a family not just the ill person. Dermot McCarthy writes about being a deacon for a year. Roland Barry, who's a chaplain and parent, about the family and Lent. We have a lovely series as well called A Kindness I'll Never Forget, and we ask people to write in A Kindness, and they get a voucher for doing it. Uh, There's a a lovely article for people in Kildare about the two chapels in Clongoose College,
0: and that's just in this month because I noticed yeah. that in other months th- these are repeated. Like So there's chapels yeah. all around Ireland yeah. that there's and maybe a, and they're small but very readable and yeah. people who know what they're talking about as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, Christopher Moriarty now writes on historic churches every month. First of all, they were Dublin and now it's churches all over Ireland. We have Scripture, the Psalms by Father Martin Hogan. So we try to vary it. The Thanksgiving letters are still popular and if you look back uh, about 100 years ago, and you'd read over the petitions that came in. It was amazing how many of them were about the war. Really? Uh, thanksgivings, health and restore. that's the First
0: World War we're talking about, yeah.
1: We're talking about the First World War, yeah. Favors, petitions and thanksgivings. You read me out one. One was that my husband will come home safe from the war. And people, I, I hope my son is still alive by looking over the Thanksgiving letters for a certain amount of time, you get a good history of Ireland and what was really on ordinary people's minds.
0: What, what other things then as well as the war? Money, health?
1: Uh, financial. And at the moment, a lot about mortgages.
0: You still houses. get petitions and letters. Yes. How many would you get to the I'd office? i say
1: about 100, 150 letters come in a day. A day? Yeah. Either subscriptions, petitions, Thanksgivings.
0: That's a huge amount, of stuff. And the odd
1: letter to the editor, either giving out yards to me, (laughs) are mostly praising the messenger. And we have a great, a lovely selection of authors. It is a magazine of the Jesuits. It's not a Jesuit magazine in the sense that we don't do a lot of Jesuit news in it. But a lot of our best-known Jesuits write in it. Jerry O'Hanlon, Father Jerry O'Hanlon, Father Brian Lennon. Brian Grogan, Michael Paul Gallagher wrote a lot, Father Paul Andrews wrote 300 articles. So there's a great support from both Irish and British Jesuits also. And in the um, January Messenger now, we had a piece by a a man in India about the church in Asia, Aloysius Pinto.
0: And it does take up other... Issues as well, like yeah. migration and yeah. refugees and things like that.
1: Every three months, at least now, we have an article on migrants, mainly by Father Alan Hilliard and Kevin Hargadon, who works in the Jesuit Centre for Faith and Justice, on social issues like saying no to corruption. Here's an article coming out soon on pandemics. Very interesting. How we cope with an epidemic and that the poor suffer often in the end, mostly through it.
0: He's a Presbyterian minister, I think.
1: He, he? has a Presbyterian background, oh. yes.
0: How would you see now over the years, I mean, obviously the cover has changed dramatically in people. I just vaguely remember the old one with just this uh, black yeah. engraving on red of yes. a picture of the Sacred Heart. I was very young then. But what would you say you, you learn as you go through it?
1: Well, I'd say at the moment the spirituality is very up to date. Some of it in the past were verged on being over-pious. It would be an up-to-date spirituality, quite Ignatian, because we're writing from the Jesuit background.
0: So there by that you would mean?
1: It would introduce to Ignatian prayer like contemplation, discernment, the big word of Pope Francis at the moment. Also, social issues, we'd be strong that the faith we're interested in is the faith that does justice. So migrants, the environment, every two or three months always there's an article in some way about the environment. Next month, the march, when our father, Michael Curran, a British Jesuit working in Trinity College in Dublin, he's a lovely article on why, as Christians, we should be bothered about the environment it's coming out of the Bible, where God says to care for the earth, not really to subdue us.
0: When I was at the ploughing championships with the Jesuits in their tent, there the messenger was on, Was there, not until they were giving them out free, but a lot of people who came in said, oh, my mother has that, or my granny has that, or my... Auntie has that, and can I take a copy for them? Mm. And they would have maybe leafed through it themselves. I think it is fair to say that that you're getting very good quality material, Mm. but very easily assimilated and and read, and that's really important.
1: And my background was parish, for 12 years in Gardner Street, so I'd still be very aware of that level of the church. It's also, as our provincial father, Leonard Maloney, said, it's a Nikon. One lady said to me, they have the messenger in the car to keep them safe. So I said, I hope you got your driving test as well. But there is that to it, and that's why people don't, don't like it online. They buy it and they have it in their hand. And it's, one lady said, when I see the messenger coming through the letterbox, I feel comforted. And we're very glad of that. And that's not piosity. And it's the love of God in it. And it is true to say when I meet people, oh, my granny gets it. And I said, what about getting it yourself? We have a phrase, I don't know whether I should say this, but uh, in Northern Ireland we're inclined to say um, we haven't gone away, you know.
0: And you certainly have not with those numbers. Yes. The other thing that we've been touching on, we might come back to it again because I think it's important, is it was unique because of its way of being promoted. Father Cullen may have wanted it to be the price of a stamp, but... They weren't sent out by stamped envelope.
1: Yes, and we're very grateful to our promoters. And they're, they're elderly now and a lot of them are, have to give up and their own subscribers are dying.
0: Just explain how it worked for people who don't know.
1: Well, somebody gets 12 a month and has 12 subscribers and they collect the money from the subscribers either at the beginning of the year and send in the money to us. They get the 12 issues to their home every month. And we need more promoters. However, we're also... And that's all over Ireland. All all over Ireland and Britain. We also hope to get into shops more. And if you have any influence on your news agent or anyone like that, they can get it through magazine distributors like Easton's and in Northern Ireland as well like we're going to go into some supermarkets, and it costs a bit to get in there, but it's worth it. I would say at the moment, anyone in our parishes who wants it is getting it, so we need to promote elsewhere. So if anyone can can get a few, sell a few copies. We'll even send in, phone up here, 016767491, and we'll send you six copies for a few months and see how you do with them. We need that. Young people read it, they would also find it interesting. We're also faced with the problem that magazines in general are not selling as much. Many of the academic journals now don't even print. They go online only. So we're up against that, and the circulation will not stay that way. It's a miracle we've kept to that much. It was once a quarter of a million. And during World War II, it was one of the few magazines in Ireland that got paper. I don't know how that happened was distributed a lot through schools in the old days as well. So we have a large readership and great support from the Irish Church. A lot of the bishops are very supportive to us.
0: Well, I do remember it being in our home, and I remember as a child lifting it and reading it. Yeah. And I remember, in particular, because it was accessible, there was an article by a Jesuit. He was dying. He had been near death's door. Yeah. And I never forgot it, and I was very young, but it, was, it said even... Even a child's voice is enough to bring you back. And he'd sort of been reconciled to dying and had kind of let go. And then he heard kids playing outside and he just thought... I still love life. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of the earthiness of it. You said it was Ignatian. It is finding God in all things. So for people who are reading this, it's not a theology. Yeah. Yeah. Am I right? And there's one story you haven't told me that the messenger also served as a cosmetic tool for young girls.
1: During the war, or else when young girls were going out to a dance and the mother said you're not putting on any red makeup <laughs> they would surreptitiously take the red messenger with them and put it on their face and that's true
0: yeah they that would dampen the,
1: the, the just, their spittle and rub on the red and that gave them a rouge for the cheek Sean O'Casey then had a the bit of joxer said to, to the wife uh, bring me over that bottle of stout there I said will I wrap it in the messenger no and the news of the world <laughs> So we were on stage as well, and then the one about the lamp. Um, Just to show how the Sacred Heart got into Irish culture, there was all sorts of things, like one fellow from a country we won't name, was described, he was so mean that he kept the Sacred Heart lamp on a timer. So it was part of the culture, and I hope we don't lose that. And so I hope you might buy it, subscribe to it, have a look at it. Parishes sell it. There may be a promote in your parish. You can buy it online at €15 a year. You get it into your email. And subscribe at 175 per issue. And then if you get it posted to you, it's €30 a year. It's well worth the money.
0: Has anybody ever done any study, academic study on it or yes. b- b- people written about it?
1: There have been a few books written, very one by Louise Fuller, which is very good on devotions in Ireland, about the Sacred Heart Devotion and the Messenger. Some people who are a bit snobby and academic sort of look down on it and one man wrote Shall Be Nameless about that the the um, education of priests in Ireland really was no better than the messenger. Well, if some of them knew the messenger well, they wouldn't do too badly, and their homilies might be very good. (laughs) The other thing is, for the 130th year, we will be having some celebrations. In April, we're having Mass in Portadown, celebrated by Cardinal Brady, Sunday the 15th of April. In Port Leash, Sunday the 29th of April in the afternoon by Bishop Dennis Nulty Messenger Day which is a day of some talks about the messenger prayer workshops is in Gonzaga College in Dublin on the 23rd of June
0: and it has been in Athlone and in other places in Limerick and and very well attended
1: and we will advertise in the messenger as the year goes on we hope to have a mass in probably Gardner Street in Dublin later in the year in September and hopefully somewhere in the area of Cork And people will be very welcome to meet us, celebrate the messenger, and we'd love to meet you there.